What's up, Cornhole fans, ACL Nation? How you guys all doing? It's sad to see us go. This is the final episode on the ACL Digital Network, episode number 52. We made it a whole year's worth of episodes, Mish. But it all comes down to this. Got a packed show for you guys today. We're going to bring on two special guests that have an exciting journey in the Cornhole world. Um, also special guest, Gene Ramirez. And then we're going to give you guys our top 25 doubles teams to look out for and then finish it off with our games. But before we get going, Mish, how are you doing? Better than you. Yeah, I'm struggling. I'm I'm trying to hold it all together at least for another 50 minutes and see if we can make it last. But uh, yeah, I was I was in bed pretty much the entire day today. Um, we had our normal sales meeting at like eight o'clock in the morning, and then my Slack messages don't come through on my phone. So mm-hmm. I got a message right before we started recording here. That's Trey Ryder messaged me at 7:50. I got nothing. You want to cancel the meeting? I'm like, I wish I would have seen that. I would have gone to bed. But uh, dang it. Yeah. And then I got another meeting there wanting clarification on this weekend's live feeds out in San Diego that you guys will be doing. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't see it until just now. So hopefully they got the information they needed. But uh, oops, yeah, <laughs> live feeds coming to you this weekend from Mish and Corey. Yeah, no, it'll be I haven't commentated like, you know, more than just a little bit with mm-hmm. you here and there. So um, to have like a whole weekend, I'm looking forward to it, though, I'm looking forward to being that present in an open um or just to any of our competitions because i'm typically in my hotel room multitasking doing different things um and then going to broadcast meetings it's like the production meetings happen two hours before the broadcast i always miss the very end yeah. <laughs> of all of our tournaments um so i'm always like what happened who won how did it go you know i never get to actually see it so um i'm looking forward to actually playing it all the way through and then we're taking rome to legoland um, on Monday, Tuesday, I've never been. So I'm looking forward to that as well. That's exciting. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, jealous. You guys get to have a little bit of fun there, but I'm going to try and have some fun this weekend too. So I'll brag on my upcoming trip. I'll be heading to Detroit to watch the Super Bowl out there. Um, I think I talked about it before. Not sure if it was on the show or not, but things were lining up for Packers lions, you know, either the Packers go to the Super Bowl. I'm a Packers fan or the lions go and I'll be watching it in Detroit. So it was set up to be fun. Yeah. But, um, I'll, I'll happy. I'll happily take the 49ers and Chiefs. Um, went to happily, really. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the Super Bowl. It's just a great time. Um, I got a lot of money on the line, so we'll see if I can have some fun with it. But okay. if I'm feeling good, I was thinking, uh, like about tapping in and commentating with you from home. There you see go. You pull that off. So I don't know. We'll see. That would be it's fun. Yeah, Corey. I mean, we kind of want to experiment with this whole working from home thing anyway so yeah that would be super cool yeah wally at wally at home yeah <laughs> not sure if i'll be on a schedule or not though i i think the main concern on this is if there's a delay you know yeah I no, that would sure be bad. Yeah. <laughs> the bag lands and wally's like oh <laughs> or, or even worse the conversation we're like what do you, wally what do you think about that shot then five seconds go by i don't like it 
<laughs> I hope that when you come in though you come in like Corey did when he came in remote once and it was like echoey and it was like God came in like hello <laughs> I'm here yeah we got some we got some experimenting to do that's for sure <laughs> I'm bragging on all this uh, new stuff developing with the ACL you know obviously moving our podcast to the one podcast we've got really cool stuff going on over there I'm developing a whole new thing for the ACL that I'm super excited to launch in March. Um, and um, I just think it's going to be so awesome for everybody. So I can't wait to share what that is. Uh, but that's basically the project that's taking up the most of my time right now. And there's just really cool stuff coming. Um, and I like, can't wait for it yeah. to be here <laughs> as, as, as well as the pro season. <laughs> that's also coming yeah. and getting exciting. That's the exciting thing for me is... Uh... We finally get the answers. You know, we see a lot of these partners mixing and matching. Mm -hmm. Now we get to see actually what they can do together on, on like the biggest stage. So it made before, those doubles a, teams hard, right? Like some yeah. of these teams I haven't even seen play. Yeah. There's also like sleepers out there that we don't even know about. There's a lot mm -hmm. of rookies that I think pairing up just could come out of nowhere. I mean, Dan Glogowski is one who I kind of keep thinking I'm undervaluing and him and PJ not. So I don't know. I feel like there's gonna be some shockers. There definitely could be as I was putting the list together that we'll go through later. I was, uh, you know, I just basically took all the teams that I could think of, put it on a list and it would ended up being like 30 that I like stuck out in my head. I feel like you did the same thing that I did. Like whenever I'm sitting there trying to figure out where to put these people, like I, I went over my singles list and then that singles player was there and I'm like, oh, I'll put him and his partner right here in this spot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you did that or not, but it happened. No, I went to like the pro roster and then I just one by one went down. Of, well, for, I started with the doubles teams. Mm -hmm. uh, I, actually, I started with who qualified as from doubles. I started there then moved over any of those teams. Um, and then I went to who qualified through singles and then open and then oh. qualifiers and went from there. And then so I just as as many as names as that would be, I was going to put ended up being a 30 names or 30 teams. And then I was like, OK. Who am I removing off of this list? And it was really hard. Like, I, yeah. like, I don't well, know. Interesting, because no like clue. I said, you have two of your singles players in the same spot as doubles. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. That's funny. Yeah, I that's actually funny. didn't. And unlike lists. borderline, we stop at twenty-five. We don't cheat and put in doubles. <laughs> that's like uh, that's and Jeff. They go, they go top ten, uh, <laughs> aka fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> Why not just do top talk. fifteen then? Yeah, I got to talk. <laughs> no, but it was yeah, hard. It was... Definitely hard. We're getting, no, it definitely was. We're getting deep in the pro division. Yeah, so on around the ACL, uh, Trey and Anthony did their top 10, or their uh, power rankings, 10. And uh, they both kept it at 10, so I had to sh throw some shade over at the borderline guys. Like, <laughs> oh, you guys actually kept it at 10. What a concept. <laughs> yeah, bashing borderline that week. Welcome. <laughs> Not intended. Love you. Love right. you, Jeff and Bernie. Um, no, they're, gonna, they're great. Uh, I love that they... Do whatever they want. They're like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Call it whatever we want. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> they got the microphones in the recording. <laughs> That's exactly right. All right. So as Wally said, we are going to have a pretty exciting show. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll do um, our interview with Gina Ramirez. And then after that, we're going to get into those doubles. And then we have our exciting announcement from a couple of really cool cornhole players. So stay tuned for that. And then we'll wrap up with our games. Um, but uh, all in all, I think it's going to be a perfect last official episode on the podcast. But as we said, uh, we're still going to come to you 
uh, once a month over on the Canine uh, Facebook page. So make sure you're following that so you don't miss new episodes. Those will be live and interactive and not scripted. Just loose. It might and be better. Fun. Might be better, actually. Might be better. Hey, everything happens for a reason, right? right? All right, quick break. We'll come back with more after this. All right, it is time for our interview with Gina Ramirez. And Gina was pulled from PDC to Pro in March of 2023. She won the Mesa Shootout two months later and the Throwdown in Ventura with Cheyenne. She secured a state title and back-to-back conference titles in 2023 and placed top 10 in women's standings. Um, quite the resume for a short period of time, Gina. Welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. What a year it's been. It's been fun. Yeah, so I know you were in the PDC first, um, but how long were you playing before you were in the PDC? I was playing for about two years Okay. when I got pulled into PDC. So about three years now? Yep. yep. Okay, got it. And what made you pick Cornhole? Um, kind of like everyone else's story, I was invited out to a tournament. And it turned out to be the Arizona State Championship Tournament. And I was hooked after that. Um, The community of Cornhole was just something I've never really experienced. And I was hooked after that. Yeah, so essentially it became one big family. But this year your pro partner actually is family, right? Yep, my nephew will be my pro partner this season. We got started playing together. So kind of all worked out. And local as well? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're from the same, we're from a small town called Marenzi. It's about four hours from Phoenix. Um, so we were traveling um, like every other weekend to Phoenix to go play in a tournament. And then we both moved to Phoenix at the same time. And I got pulled up to PDC. And then a few months later, he became pro too. So perfect timing for it all. Love that. Awesome. Yeah, thank God that you don't have a, the same throwing style that he does. Otherwise, these matches would last forever with you guys' wind up. And he actually changed his throwing style. So, so no, us waiting there for 20 seconds. No, oh, man, I don't like it. I like the uniqueness to it. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, I'm like, right when you got popular, you changed your throw. Mm-hmm. I guess now we're better than the middle of the season. Uh, you know, if you're going to change something, now's the time. Yeah, and it's been working for him. But I was always there, like, timing him, making sure that <laughs> he's throwing it under the correct time. Close seconds, now, yeah. yeah. So what are you guys' cornhole goals for the 2024 pro season? Uh, we have pretty big goals. Uh, we want to be top 10 in doubles. Uh, we've kind of made our way here in, in Arizona rankings, so we kind of want to make it nationwide now. There you go. What else is important to you in life uh, besides cornhole? Um, I'm a big meditator. Um, last season, I actually fell out of meditating for a while. And I, I saw how cornhole is all a mental game. Um, I've played every sport there is. I've played two college sports. And it's crazy because in different sports, you want to get better or you want to change something or and I'm just like, I'll get stronger, I'll get faster. But in Cornhole, it's like, well, I guess mm-hmm. I'll work on my mentality a little bit more. <laughs> um, That's so a valid yeah, point. I, yeah, so um, 
I do that. I spend, I have a big family. I spend a lot of time with my family. Um, they are four hours away. So I try to make it home as much as I can. Uh, yeah. So yeah. cornhole, cornhole and sports are basically a part of your life. Uh, so other than sports and athletics, what are some other life goals that you have? You know, I just try to become a better version of myself every day. Um, I, I try to evolve as a human, um, try to keep my goals um, all kind of just all about me and make, making sure I'm a, a better person than I was the day before. That's an awesome way to look at life. Like what yeah. has helped shape you to have that kind of view on life or who you are today? Um, you know, I, after college, I kind of um, didn't know what to do without sports. Um, and I kind of went into like a little funk and I, I, that's when I fell into meditating and then I kind of just exploded after that. Um, and then I, we lost my brother-in-law in 2020 to COVID. And after that, like my family just became so much closer and I just had a completely different, um, perspective on life and outlook on life. Yeah, it's crazy. Sometimes whenever you get smacked in the eye like that, it just kind of, wakes you up and puts things in a perspective but in a in a good way like you said you'll be a better person every single day for it so you know, that's sure. that's outside of it what's something that you would give um like a younger player who wants to you know climb the pro ranks what kind of advice would you give to them uh, i would say do it um make sure you're having fun along with it uh, i think the main before I go into any match, my intention for that day is always to to have make sure I'm having fun because I'm always throwing my best when I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah. Arizona was kind of fun last year that shootout because I mean you had all your family and friends there, and then I think you said uh, recently on Facebook or something like that, you're like, "Hey, look, I'm on TV" or something. You're at the bar <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What's something that people might be surprised to know about you? Uh, let's see. So I play sports. I'm the youngest of seven. Um, yeah, four sisters and two brothers. Uh, I like to ride horses. And I'm either playing cornhole or I'm at the gym. <laughs> okay. Okay. What's well, a yeah, that's sense. You're at your athlete your whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. What's uh, one of your biggest pet peeves? <laughs> uh, loud chewing. It physically <laughs> hurts me when people chew loud. <laughs> Noted. Yeah, what about like a cornhole pet peeve? Um, you know, I'm not about doing the knuckles every single round. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> my zone and play and you make a good shot I'll, I'll give you knuckles but if we're doing six ten four baggers a game i don't need to knuckle you every single time yeah you just leave them hanging because here on our show we love <laughs> we awkward love it. knuckles it's yeah. it's, a, it's uh what makes me go around i mean it's it's amazing so yeah just, just stare them down leave it out there and <laughs> Let them, them feel the discomfort <laughs> wash over their body <laughs> it'd be awesome the the weirdest one to me is when somebody makes a shot and then goes for a fist bump. You're like, wait, but 
yeah, like, like when you, you score on the other guy. <laughs> they want to knuckle me. I'm not <laughs> yeah. gonna lie, I do that. I did it. I did it Monday. Like whenever I scored, I think a big seven point round because I gave him knuckles when he scored on me with the twelve, and it was like twelve on five, and I would throw it out there every single time, just like, hey, give me credit. <laughs> I, I did it. I I hate that. <laughs> like, no, let me like fester and what just happened. I'm not gonna reward you for that. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. <laughs> so random. All right, cool. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have some more fun questions and games. So don't go anywhere. All right. So we have some rapid fire questions for you, Gina. So just um, they're just random. So first one, okay. uh, mountains or ocean? Mountains. Ooh, like in the mountains. All right. So kind of involved in it right now you're out there you know i guess warm sand uh, i'm in the snow cold so sand or snow i'm gonna say snow just because we hardly get snow in arizona yeah unless you go to flagstaff um what's your cheat meal oh i'm gonna be basic and say pizza and wings mm, nothing wrong pizza with that and wings what is a game show that you think you might be able to win if you're on it family feud see that's another family feud a we've got to get a cornhole family feud <laughs> we have to make it happen i mean she's got seven siblings or whatever so i mean she's got a whole squad on both yeah, sides you, actually you can definitely do it yeah we'd end up fighting but it'd be fun <laughs> that's just that's all content. the entertainment that's content. <laughs> um have you ever been mistaken for someone famous no i don't believe i have hmm we need to find somebody. Chat, it's up to you guys. Let us know who Gina Ramirez looks like. Famous celebrity. All right. When you were younger, what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, I wanted to be an athlete. I wanted to be – I just wanted to play softball, continue playing softball. Well, if it was to be an athlete, then check. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pro athlete. Here you are. Uh, what are you binge watching right now? Oh, I just restarted Grey's Anatomy, so I'll be good for the next 10 years watching that show. So many seasons. <laughs> What's something that uh, your favorite band or music, or what do you listen to when you play? Oh, I, my playlist is so random. I have a lot of J. Cole, Nicki Minaj. I have some cumbias in there for when I get too stressed out. <laughs> um, sometimes, too, I have a cornhole playlist, but sometimes I'll just shuffle on my regular playlist like it could be a slow song i'm listening to it just depends on on my mood but it's usually Nicki minaj or j cole nice do you have a favorite movie goodfellas okay what is on your bucket list it could be i guess let's do one of each cornhole and personal cornhole bucket list i would like to win a national um, and the Pro Invitational as well. Mm. And then, oh, and uh, this is kind of personal and cornhole, but I do want to make an international trip as well. Yeah. I can speak firsthand. It was amazing. Awesome. So highly recommend yeah. that at least every pro does it at least one time because the the way that they just treat you and welcome you, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, we're talking wait. about going to maybe the new finland one or i don't know we're, we're, we're talking about going for one as a family vacation so i'm right there with you that is cool. yeah all right we have a spin the wheel game wally take it away 
All right. So I'm not sure if you watched the last few weeks or not, but we have a little fun way of kind of stirring the pot, if you will, because why not? Right. So we're going to have a wheel with looks like we're down to six events on it. Let me bring that on the screen now. There we go. So these six events are MMA fighting, bowling, darts, better airmailer, tennis, and who's the better dresser. So we got six names on this wheel. We're going to spin it. And they're going to compete against the bottom six people on the side. So here we go. Let's go ahead and see what event that uh, your random people are going to be competing in. Looks like we're going to the tennis courts. So this should be pretty interesting. So who is the better tennis player between? Your first contestant is... I'm not sure who I want here. All right, Fisher Hamilton. (laughs) Do you picture Fisher Hamilton as the (laughs) tennis player? I can kind of see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then his opponent will be Matthew Creek Killer. So between Matthew Creek Killer and Fisher Hamilton, who's the better tennis player and why? You know what? I'm going to go with Fisher because I would be afraid to be on the other side of, of his serve. I feel like he could serve really hard. <laughs> I think you're you, right. <laughs> you think he's still going to have that pant leg tucked in? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> his style. That's, that's his thing. Yeah. <laughs> It ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right. Okay, we're going to do, are you smarter than a fifth grader? So we're going to ask you random questions that supposedly fifth graders know the answers to, although half the time Wally and I don't know the answers. So take that with a grain of salt. (laughs) All right, what is the hardest mineral? Hardest mineral. I don't know. I feel like we should do multiple choice in the future, right? Definitely. Because <laughs> I know if I gave you this, see, I, as an, <laughs> I know if I gave this as an option, you'd know it, but it's diamond. Okay. All right. What does a paleontologist study? I feel like I should know this. That's pretty much this entire game. <laughs> hundred percent. We all feel this way. Like I know I've come across this once before. I don't know. Dinosaurs. Yeah. So that's what I would have said. I'll say Jurassic Park would have got me fossils. Yeah. Yeah, Fossils. I feel like dinosaurs, you know. (laughs) All right. The Tropic of Capricorn lies in which hemisphere? At least there you got, you know, north, south, east, west. (laughs) There's your multiple choice. Yeah, there's your multiple choice. You know, it's one of those. So, Tropic of Capricorn, which hemisphere? Um, Southern. Yeah. There you go. All right. So, is that one? She's on the board? Yeah. yeah. All right. Board. You're on the board. Yeah, one. What is the longest river in the United States? I'm not sure. I would have thought it was like the Nile River. Missouri. I almost said that. Missouri River. Yeah. The Nile? I don't know. That's the only isn't river it, I know. Isn't, that's it, like isn't it in Egypt? <laughs> oh, it said U.S. I was just thinking Long <laughs> River. I wasn't even thinking about where. All right. What? This is so you're not alone. Uh, what is the clinical <laughs> name for the thigh bone? Mm, the fibula. Oh, you knew it was an F. <laughs> Femur. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who painted the Mona Lisa? Um, Picasso. Da Vinci. <laughs> nope. Da Vinci. Picasso's one of the messed up faces. 
Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. paintings kind of scare me. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Um, whose picture is on the five dollar bill? Which president? Uh, Jefferson. Jefferson. Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln. Yeah, which one is Jefferson on? Twenty, right? I don't know. I only know uh, about the Benjamins. Right now you could ask me one <laughs> one, and I I'll go blank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, two out of seven. You're not in last place. How about you're not that? in last place? <laughs> <laughs> there's been worse so you're good um i'm done i'm done with the uh, done with fifth grade yeah fifth grade's over uh all right so we got a, a variation of uh f mary kill so we use push airmail block so block would be kill airmail would be uh the f mary. right yeah no, oh mary. mary okay i always forget and then push is f so airmail is the one that you'd stay with long term Push is the one that's like, okay. And then block is, I don't want it. You got, hey dudes, Crocs, slides with socks. Okay. I am going to airmail the slides with socks. Really? That's the first. Um, I'm going to completely get rid of Crocs. (laughs) That's block. (laughs) Block the Croc. Block the Croc. And then what was the other one? Your hey push, dudes. Push the hey dudes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's our first that's uh, Mary slides with socks. So. Yeah, slides with socks is not the uh, most popular. I just feel like that'd be the most comfortable. <laughs> yeah, chilling, we didn't I'm get chilling right there. Do that all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, Gina. This was awesome. Thank you so much for sitting down with us uh, today, and uh, good luck this season. We look forward to watching you. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, babe. So, Wally, would you like to go first for your doubles? Um, yeah, let's do it. All uh, right, let's do it. Earlier, this was kind of hard. So, kind um, of, it was very yeah, hard. I'm putting my <laughs> my money where my mouth is. I, I said earlier, Kano and Hamilton win worlds, so I'm keeping them right there at number one. Wow. So, um, I guess the chalk answer is Richards and Smith because they were finished number one and two in singles. So, it only makes sense to have them up there. Um, I'm gonna kind of take a shot with Harbaugh and Malone. Yeah, I see that. I like what I'm seeing out of Harbaugh with the Viper R's and the Ultra Bags lately. Him and Ellis did very, very well in, um, I think it was Ohio, where they threw together. So Kyle Malone always seems to kind of come out of nowhere. He's a very strong doubles player, so I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Got a little scared off with Grinner Stephen Batson um, at the Texas. Did you? Yeah, it was kind of discouraging just because there's more side rails out of, out of uh, Caleb that I was wanting, and, and Eddie's mind – he said it was the most inconsistent he's ever played. So, oh, no. yeah, so I'm just wondering if they're putting a little bit too much pressure on themselves. And, you know, I, I wonder if the high, the honeymoon is over, whatever they call it. You know what I mean? Uh, Chamberlain and Burton are still going to be there. I'm really high on Smith and Wiedenfeld. There's only, I think, what, 15% of the teams, I think it was, that stuck together. Smith and Wiedenfeld right. had success last year. I think they'll follow it up. A new team, though, Ryan and Walker, they have been very, very well. And, you know, deep finishes, but most impressively, they're throwing some confidence mm-hmm. and they're having fun. Yeah. Which is scary. Yeah, for sure. Every every team that I mentioned, maybe Chamberlain above these guys is just throwing, but mm-hmm. Ryan and Walker are just throwing loose. Yeah. Um, so I like that. Um, Soto Gore, Ellis Hart, Power Neistat. I had to get them in my top five. Um, Gore Thorne, still kind top of a question five, mark top there. 10. That's what I said. 
Yeah. Sometimes my you. accent I sounds you. different. I know. That'll get you sometimes. <laughs> Uh, Windsor Creek Killer. I don't know if we've even seen them together yet. Have we? I know that was a hard one for me. That was one of the yeah. ones that I was like, man, I got to put them in here, but I don't really yeah. know what to expect. Yeah, I feel like Windsor Creek Killer is a top 24 team for me, but with Creek Killer's trick shots on the internet and him going viral, <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I'll boost the guy in the 12. Uh, guy, guy, love what I'm seeing out of them this year. Rawls and Kingsbury, haven't seen too much from them. Hissner oh, Birchfield. Yeah, yeah. Hissner Birchfield, I didn't really like in the offseason. Um, but they showed that they can do it in Myrtle Beach. Um, Graham and Modlin, Halbert Trzinski, those are some teams that you know are big names. We're just not mm-hmm. really sure what they can do. I have faith in their skill and their experience. Shibby Landis, Bubenheim, Frazier, Hicks, and Trader was another tough one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like what I saw out of Bernicet and Lopez the one time we saw them together. See, that Rose- was another one that I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I liked what I saw out of Bernice and Lopez. They were just kind of calm and in their lanes and looked really, really well. Uh, Rozier Kimball, you can always count on them to have a good run. Rawls Holland, I didn't really know where to put the Hollands or the Rawls. So this one's, <laughs> those guys are kind of all over the you place put them for me. Low, yeah. Yeah. Dan- Dennis and Mike Ferreira. And then there's this way is, um, again, I the chemistry. I feel like considered as what does as well. We actually have quite a few differences, which is fun. Yeah. Um, I like it that way. So I, I went with chalk Richard Smith at number one. Um, then I kept Grindersleeve Batson up there at the top at number two. And then I have Hamilton Cano. I put Soto Gore okay. way higher than you. <laughs> I, I have a lot of confidence in them. Uh, Chamberlain Burton Jr. We both had at number five. You know, the crazy thing with Soto and Gore at the Bryan, Texas Open is that I was talking to Jackson. He's like, yeah, Sammy's not really throwing that great. What? When rounders and then bracket starts and he's a whole oh, other Sammy. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, okay, so Sammy Soto's got a different level. He can, you know, click it in. And by the way, <laughs> yeah, you only sent me 24, by the way. So I figured I'd put Eric Davis on there. So you're number 25. I only sent you 24. Yeah, it's okay. What? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm so confused by this. Okay. So, uh, Harbaugh Malone, I put it six. You had it higher. Ellis Hart, um, a lot of confidence in them. And I have both Gores in my top 10, which you did not. Uh, Power Nisa, I number nine. We haven't seen them yet. We've only seen I them what, one time. I know, but like independently, they're great. So yeah. I just trust them there. Uh, Power Nisa, said you had it like nine or 10 as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I did sneak a guy, guy there in at number 10 so they can be in the top 10. Right outside of the top 10, Rawls Holland. Um, I have a lot of uh, faith in Alex Rawls, so I just feel like I can always trust um, him to make a good run with whoever. And then Hisner Birchfield, I feel, uh, I mean, this was one of those ones where I was like, man, it could go either way. I don't know, but I'm putting him there. And then Rawls Kingsbury at 13. I think you had him at 14, somewhere around there. Um, They've proven to be um, a good team. Graham Maudlin. I'm a little shaky about. I don't know. They could be top 10. They could be top 30. Um, not entirely sure. With Jamie Graham the entire year, though, and he proved us wrong. So, I mean, that's, that's why. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I haven't seen anything out of them that I should put them in my top 20. Right. So, I mean, I, I feel like we're being kind of generous putting them there. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Smith, Weedenfeld, I had at 15. That's probably way too low. Um, Hicks, Trader. Right there, Halbert Trzinski playing, both playing really well. There's my Windsor Creek killer. I have him at 18, and I have Ryan Walker at 19. So we were all a uh, lot, a lot yeah. of distance between where I put him and you put him. I did put Humans and Foster on there, and Morales, Poitras, and Sims, Wilson, uh, as well as 
uh, Shira Camarena. What happened to the 24? Just oh, 24. Uh, yeah, my copy paste didn't work there. My bad. That was Bubenheim and Frazier for you. Yeah, okay. Bubenheim and Frazier. Yes, that's correct. Jo- Jonice said so good. We got to put him on the list. <laughs> he, doesn't even have a t- he doesn't even have a partner. He's just floating there by himself. <laughs> I was like, I could have sworn I had Bubenheim on there. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, but yeah, so kind of um, testing out some rookies, right? Humans Foster. Um, um, Poitras is not, but uh, Braden Wilson, AJ Sims, Shearer and Camarena. Um, I have no idea. You know, we haven't right. seen them in these pro events yet, so I have no idea what to expect, but I'm putting them on there. Uh, and then Bubenheim and Frazier, uh, I think, deserve to be there. I think you had them higher somewhere in the teens, I believe. Uh, I think, no, mine, go back to mine real quick. I think I had them like 1920. Let's see. 19. Yeah, yeah okay. 1920. Um, and then about Davis Sorrells, I love that. You know how much I love Eric Davis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, the ones although, that were... although I'm not a big fan of this team, like I don't see it going well this year. So we'll see. It's, a, it's a bit odd, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Those are our uh, top 25 doubles. Uh, we'll be uh, right back with an exciting announcement. All right, so we went through our top 25 doubles teams, Wally, but uh, there's a pretty exciting doubles team out there that uh, we're definitely going to be hearing more about. And they were actually sharing a pretty exciting opportunity that occurred uh, earlier today. So uh, without further ado, we'll bring them on so they can tell us more. So welcome, Gavin and Jackson, to the show. Uh, We're so excited for you, and we want to hear all about it. So tell us about this exciting opportunity and all the details. What up, boys? Well, How's it going? Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'll I'll kind of do a little brief overview, but uh, we, we're signing and committing to Winthrop University in South Carolina, uh, Rock Hill. It's right by Charleston. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're really excited to kind of see where this takes us, takes our cornhole game and the whole our whole career. Um, and yeah, overall, just really excited for what's to come and a lot of unexpected, but that's what we like. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's me, but how was the whole recruiting process? What was it feeling like? Um, it, it kind of took quite a while. Uh, he hit us back up in, um, probably back in November or so about this opportunity. And we were able to go out and look at the college last month and really liked it. And now we're here. I mean, you did you ever think when you started playing cornhole that it could land you in college with a this kind of opportunity? Not at, Not all. at all. I didn't think Not I was gonna we were gonna go that far in cornhole. <laughs> yeah, you guys have definitely been some of the top young names in the planet. So I mean, I look at it like you guys are changing the game. I mean, it may not feel like it, but hopefully you guys are like the first major of many. I mean, there's a whole bunch of youngsters mm-hmm. out there. We say all the time. The age for cornhole is just getting younger and younger. So, I mean, it's awesome that you guys are pretty much the first leading the way. Mm-hmm. In this path, right? This is a different yeah. path than most people are taking. So you're kind of paving the way of a, a different kind of path players can take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why the recruiting process took a little longer than normal. It's just because it's such a new thing. And we were kind of making sure it was good first. We went to visit, we played in like a local regional nearby just to make sure we kind of felt at home and we were like accepted and it just kind of felt right. And it did. So that's, that's so how it ended up. From what I understand, there's an actual cornhole team, right? With a coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it will become that. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. We're kind of like the start of it. Uh, shout mm-hmm. out to Dusty Thompson. He's the mm-hmm. coach. Um, but like he kind of wanted to get us solidified first. And I don't know if I'm allowed to be saying this, but he's going to start. Uh, he's going to start trying to get more people or more kids as well, so he can make the a full team. That's so cool. This is gonna this is gonna change the college championships because typically the way the college championships work is people are like scrapping together one player they can find that will play with them from in the same college, and now it's gonna be so much more intentional. It's gonna up the ante at these big uh, college championships, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, oh, exciting. What were some obstacles that you guys had to overcome to make the final decision? Because he kind of dropped the news at the New Year's broadcast, you know, saying that there was mm-hmm. two people that committed. I assume it's you guys, yeah. unless he's got some more up his sleeve. But, I mean, was there any doubt after that? Were you guys like, oh, man, now we got to commit? He said something or what? I mean, I think we were still in the same mindset. The whole time we kind of talked with each other and we were like, it's kind of – it's a, it's either we're both going or we're not. Like, we're going to respect each other's choices. We're kind of f- going to figure it out because we, we did have other options. We were going to look at other schools because this wasn't our first choice. I mean, we didn't think – cornhole could be played in college at this athletic level and i mean we both play sports so i think we're kind of excited because we're kind of transitioning this thing into like a real sport that you can play in college and that you can take through high school and even take into college so it's just really excited for all this and yeah very new what's to come it is. You guys are blazing the, the trails there. So uh, what do you think there's going to be, or what do you think Dusty or yourselves are going to be looking for when you're, or how are you going to form this cornhole team? I don't know. Honestly, I, mean, I have no clue. <laughs> we're, we're still up in the air a lot with a lot of it. So, so I think, I think he has other recruiting options, um, but I know he's kind of, like I said, he's building a team around us and the program and he kind of wants us to be the, the leaders of it yeah now you mentioned other sports that you both play other sports how hard was it to basically set those aside to chase your cornhole dreams or is there still gonna be an opportunity for you to play both um for me it was it was extremely hard because i've been playing baseball has been my entire life since i was four maybe five so to go from baseball and like playing every weekend out of state and all that to transitioning into putting that aside and now playing cornhole, it's, it was very tough. Um, but I think it's a good opportunity to take and we're still able to like walk on for our sports at this school if we want to. So it's not like those options are completely off the table. Yeah. And I know how, for me, I've played soccer my whole life. Um, I knew before going to college that I didn't want to take it, uh, to like the college level, but, Cornhole didn't really get in the way. It was kind of like a new thing I could do and kind of continue like my competitive like features in a different sport. So, and now you're going to be entering the Carolina conference. It's different talent level there. Yeah. 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 We had some experience with it. We went down to the uh, regional down there when we were visiting. Yeah, definitely, definitely some tough teams to it play. Was, it was a lot. It was a lot tougher, but it was a, <laughs> it was a lot of fun, and I think it'll be it'll be even better for our games. It'll just make this better and better. You guys won that, right? 
We did. Yeah. yeah. Stop being humble, man. <laughs> it's like it was, you know, it was hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, South Carolina Conference. No big deal. We already won there. No big deal. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I have no doubt you will be uh, massively successful and it'll only make you better to be playing against that talent consistently and creating and being the founders kind of of this idea of being recruited and going on a cornhole team. And we're just so excited for you guys and looking forward to see it in the college championships for sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. Rowdy boys. Yeah. Thank you. Yep, yep. Game time, Wally. All right. Game time. All right. Something that I had none of this last weekend. Yeah, well, understandable. It happens. <laughs> uh, all right. Top floor beggar. Um, yeah. Speaking of no game, let's go ahead and start there. Bad, 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 bad. Um, my final game, I threw a four. Oh no! <laughs> I've done yeah. it. I'm laughing because I do it. Uh -huh. I, you know, it was just one of these things where it was just like there was no adjustment I could have made. I changed. Mm -hmm. I did the Frank Modlin. I changed mm -hmm. left foot forward. I stepped. I was so indecisive. The boards were a little bit stickier, so we didn't know what bags to throw. My yep. airmail was just non-existent. Like it got to the point where I almost wanted to measure the boards. I'm like, there's no way that I've missed. Can't be right. You're gonna pull a Jimmy yeah. Humans. <laughs> yeah. So my my floor bagger is the Midwest Conference. Um, Boo. All my performance. Um, you know, Chad runs a great tournament out there. It's usually well ran. I love, uh, and we'll kind of. I guess let's go ahead and get into this now. So we're doing away with conferences, to my understanding, for next season. So we're going to the state format, and I think that I'm gonna miss this. Really? You know, getting a chance to go and see all the KC, Missouri people, and then Nebraska, and then Iowa people. Like, these are well, all my friends. Some of you other states have states yeah. close to you. I don't relate to this. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I'm going to be sad that I only get to see these people at Opens or Nationals or stuff like that. So yeah, I that's kind of that. that's kind of a floor bagger for me. Um, the live feeds this weekend, it was just really, really weird. So I, I wasn't hired to do the, the live feeds. Um, my employee, Bryant, was. And like... I was asked to bring my equipment up there. So I brought my, I left my house at six o'clock in the morning. I don't have to throw till 4 PM. Mm. So I drove three hours, brought my equipment there and then there's no ethernet ran. So like, if you know the new <laughs> setup, we can't run, you know, the cameras with no internet. So we had to basically wait for him to get there to use his cameras. And then there was like a accident or something in the family. So he had to leave. So everyone's like coming to me and asking me and I'm just like, guys, I'm just trying to throw. You're like, like, I'm not here for uh, this yeah. right now. So, yeah, so the miscommunication there is kind of a bummer for me. I just didn't really get to stay in the moment. Um, yeah, that's totally understandable. Yeah, and I was off duty and it sucked, but most people didn't know that. And then, obviously. They just see live stream and Wally in the same room, and they're like, you must be yeah, in charge. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, I got text messages all day long, everything. And then um, oh. com coming home sick. So, Boo. yeah, Midwest Conference, I've, I've had better. I've had better. I've had better. Um, my floor bagger is no power. I went 15 hours with no electricity. Um, we had crazy storms here. They broke our electric gates, so those no longer work. And we just got them. It hasn't been that long, Wally. Man. <laughs> yeah, the, the winds were up to 50 mile per hour gusts, and so it just snapped the hinges like wow. on the gates, electric gates. So uh, we came home from our friend's house. Uh, we made it through the crazy drive from Paradise to Orville in like a torrential downpour with huge wind gusts. We're like, I can't believe we made it in one piece. We pull up to our gates and they're open, like partly open. We're like, that's not a good sign. 
So luckily the dogs were all in the house because they probably wouldn't want to be out in right, that weather. Right. But um, yeah, the gates were fully broken. We had no electricity. This has happened before. We've lost power before. I figured whatever, go to bed. I even plugged my phone and thinking at some point it's going to turn back on, charge my phone, you know, woke up, still no power. Uh, I'm like, uh oh, this is not good. Uh, first of all, now food in your fridge. It's been quite a while. And then second of all, I have to record around the ACL in a couple hours here. So I did have no power for that. Um, so that was fun. And uh, yeah, just I, I just went grocery shopping. So I had to throw away all the meat and uh, all the stuff I just bought. Um, and I was not happy about it. Yeah, I, I I can definitely relate. We I got groceries here, but it was just like, okay, I want something different. Like I went, just had a craving for chocolate milk. You know, I want to go get some chocolate milk. <laughs> some chocolate and then milk. I had to get some other things, you know, some hygiene products. And then I'm just sitting there. I'm like, man, grocery shopping sucks when you're feeling like crap. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> why I DoorDash. Absolutely not. Yeah. I'm not doing that. It was miserable. I'm carrying everything in. Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm a full send on the that, DoorDash. That's, that sucks, though, that you lost all the food and everything. So would you record from your cell phone? Uh, no, I mean, I my laptop was charged. I just had to use my oh, cell phone as a hotspot. Gotcha. And I, like that is the lesson, right? Like I was so grateful that I had a backup battery ready to go. My laptop was fully charged. My iPad was fully charged. So nice. like I was able to function. Um, but yeah, that leads, actually leads me to my four bagger, which was that I read an entire book on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> 367 pages I read in one day. Um, and I used that Libby app that we are talking about where it's like you can rent from the library digitally. Mm -hmm. um, I'm fully, it's a full send on that for me. I'm in love okay. with it. I already finished that book, returned it and got my next book. Um, so I love it. Nice. Yeah. I'm actually going to, uh, I want to try and find a digital way to read the Bible. It's on my bucket list to read the Bible. So. Oh yeah. That's for sure. An option. Yeah. I, I, I can't, it. I don't know the names of the people. I can't read them. <laughs> They're too long and who begat what and all that crap. Yeah. I'll let somebody else tell me, but I definitely want to okay. download something for that. Yeah. There's um, probably like apps specifically that will give you like yeah. each section dripped. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I had one before that was pretty cool. Hopefully I can find it again. Um, four bagger for me. Um, talked about him last week and he backed it up. Landon Crabtree mm -hmm. and Ryan Trader. So Landon Crabtree and Ryan Trader, they played three games against each other in singles. And Crabtree just walking around the building, just determined. Yeah. I mean, we talked about on the drive home. He said, I'm going to play him a certain way. And we talked about it for hours, I want to say. And he wow. came home and he played Ryan Trader that exact way for hours. And they, I played two matches by the time they finished one match in the, Kings, in the, in the finals. I believe it was 80 some rounds they played against each other. That is so, insane. I so. mean, well, Anthony was bragging on him. You'd be happy. Landon? All right. Okay, good. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, man, I don't get no love. He's like, I'm the best yeah, second place love. finisher he in the country. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, be excited. he's like, maybe Harbaugh, but I'm the best second place finisher in the country. <laughs> no, they did that's great. funny. Yeah, I think he got second place in the blind draw, too. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he did get some love. So you got that yeah. going for you. All right, send it or board it. All right, uh, send it or board it. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this before. I know I've talked to you about it, but buying an RV and doing 50 states of live feeds in 50 weeks. Whoa. Uh, you know, we got intense. We, yeah, I got, I, got, I got some ideas. We talked about things coming, and I think I'm probably a year away from making this happen, but I'm like, it'd be really cool. Kiddo turns 18. She graduates from high school. Like, I got nowhere to live. Like, why not just get an RV and do, like, blind draws and, you know, simple camera setup? And then it's go to like cool. the opens. Yeah. yeah, like send it for you. 
but not with me with three dogs, a kid, and a husband. <laughs> Board it for me, send it for you. Okay. Okay. That's a little bit too much in an RV for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of RVs, so I don't know. We'll see. Oh, see, sure I, I think they're comfy. I don't I guess, know I'm sure I can find like a really nice one. I'm like, heck yeah. Yeah, you can. Uh, mine is 15-hour food in the fridge. Okay, I posted that you're supposed to throw your food away after four hours. Um, and, you know, people were like, well, if you don't open it, I'm like, okay, yeah, but I have an eight-year-old. So I guarantee that fridge was opened at least three or four times because he would forget. You know, he'd open the fridge out of habit. And I'm like, close the fridge. There's no power. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it did get opened a few times. So 15 hours meat and dairy sat in that fridge without power. Are you eating it? Or are you tossing Boarding it? it tossing <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I, have, I have no interest in it. Um, everything. I don't know. It's, in your head, it tastes like this. Absolutely. You know, it's like, I, it's like. I tried. I tried. <laughs> so I didn't throw the eggs away because they are from a, a, a friend's chicken. Mm -hmm. So they're fresh eggs, but they were in the fridge already. So it's like cold, warm, cold which is what makes me uneasy. And I yeah. cooked one this morning. I took two bites. I'm like, nope, I'm not doing it. Yeah, no, we we uh, always put things in the freezer, you know, just to kind of give it that extra hour yeah. or two. But even then, it's just like you you get in your own head. You're like, does this smell? Is this bad? I can't tell. That's what I should have done. If yeah. I would have thrown the stupid turkey meat in the freezer, you get 24 hours in the freezer. Yeah. So dumb. I just didn't know. All right. Would you rather... All right, would you rather have a lot of Super Bowl squares for small amounts so you kind of mm. feel like you're winning, even though you're really not winning that much, or have like yeah. a couple big ones? Because the most I ever ones. won was 2,500, and I had two squares for 200 bucks. Yeah, I'm going a couple big ones. I'm going, going big. I'm going big. Go big or go home. Cross your fingers, Mish. I got a chance to win 10K this weekend. So Let's go. I need it to happen. Right. Got to make that down payment on the RV. <laughs> That's right. All right, no power or no water? Like no taking showers, flushing toilets or no electricity. I mean, they both suck, but I was so grateful for my water. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have no water than no power, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably different because of where I live. It's cold. And it would be uncomfortable, I think, here around this time of year. Oh, well, we have a we have a fire stove, so heat yeah. wasn't an issue. And then, like, what do you do when your phone dies? You just, I guess, drive around and let it charge in your car. I don't yeah, know. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather go no water. I can buy warm water. No, it's showers and toilets. That was the issue. You can't flush a toilet for. Maybe you can drive somewhere and <laughs> okay. go, go in the woods. I don't know. Oh, my God. Okay, fair enough. I, I, I liked having my water. I'll tell you that much. All right, guys, that was it. That was our last last official episode. We'll see you over on the K9 Facebook page in the future. So check us out over there. Um, otherwise, we'll see you on Around the ACL and that events. Thanks, guys.